0: Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt Free Life podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin. And eight years ago, my family and I became debt free. And I like to talk about the ins and outs and the ups and downs of managing your personal finances because money, much like life, is messy and life rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready to have an honest, non judgmental discussion about personal finances, then you have come to the right place. Today we're going to talk about the latest update in student loans. The moratorium has been extended, so I'm going to give you some information on that, where to go to see if you qualify, all the interesting little questions that I have been asked. So let's jump into that. I feel like every few months I have to redo this podcast because news breaks about student loans and then changes, and I'm trying to break down, <laughs> I'm trying not to break down, I'm trying not to have a massive mental breakdown right now, but I'm trying to break down this information for you. So it was officially announced today. So on April 6th, so that's the day before this podcast premieres, the Department of Education announced that the student loan moratorium, which was set to expire on May 1st, is now going to expire on August 31st. So no payments are due until August 31st. Will it be extended again, in my opinion? Probably, but we'll get into that in a minute. But right now, I just want to break down the information. So they're also, and this is something that I feel like needs to get more attention, they're also going to reset about 7 million borrowers who are currently in default on their loans. And that's kind of a huge. So way back in February, the Department of Education actually reached out to several student loan servicers saying, hey, don't start contacting people about their student loans yet. So this was something that a lot of people assumed was going to happen. But let me read you the quote from the White House. So you can hear exactly what they said. It says, quote, We are still recovering from the pandemic and the unprecedented economic disruption it caused. If loan payments were to resume on schedule in May, analysis of recent data from the Federal Reserve suggests that millions of student loan borrowers would face significant economic hardship and delinquencies and defaults could threaten America's financial stability. So there you go. Just as a little recap, the loan moratorium, the payment freeze began in March 2020 as part of this huge effort to kind of soften the blow that the pandemic was going to have on consumers. So this is the seventh time the moratorium has been extended and there are 43 million people who currently have loans that qualify for the moratorium, but of that 43 million, 500,000 people have continued to pay their loans during this time. And I actually had someone in a YouTube comment tell me that they've taken advantage of the fact that their loans have not been accruing interest, and they're actually going to end up getting it paid off this year. They owe less than $2,000 at this point, which I think is huge. And I am so proud of you. If you have put yourself in that position, great job. Okay, here's the part, though, that I don't think is getting enough attention Also, I'm sorry if you hear little clicky sounds in the background. It's because I'm navigating from the screen where I've written my notes and the screen where I am recording. I don't have a multi-screen setup because I um, don't have any money. Um, I don't have any money to put into this podcast right now because right now this podcast doesn't make money. It's just something that I enjoy doing. But the part that no one seems to be talking about is the fact that borrowers who are currently in default on their loans kind of get to start over. And what I mean by that, there are 7 million borrowers whose federal student loans have gone into default, meaning they have not made payments or they are behind in their payments. And in case you didn't know, you can get sued in federal court for not paying your student loans. It's a very scary process. And you can have your wages garnished, they will take your social security benefits. Well, pre pandemic, they could withhold your social security benefits. Right now, all of that has been paused. However, when the pause eventually ends, the collections on those loans are going to stop, and basically these people get restored to good standing. Now, I don't know if all the interest that accrued on their non-payments, how that's going to be impacted, but I do think that this is a huge thing, Um And again, you can have whatever feelings you want about the loan pause and the moratoriums, and that's you. Like You feel however you want to feel. I'm not going to state my opinion on this one way or the other because I don't feel like that's what you need from me. But I will say this whole idea of giving people a fresh start to be in good standing again and to have it not ruin their credit and potentially ruin their lives, that is something I'm definitely in support of. My husband and I, you know, he took out student loans to pay for school. When I married him, I married his debt. We worked really hard to pay those loans off. But I do know what it's like to get behind on your bills and how that's compounded and the cost of being poor. Because when we were at our deepest in debt, we really were low income. You know, I lost my job and my husband took a massive pay cut. And so we you know, we were basically living on 30% of our previous income and we got behind on a lot of things. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience that it is expensive to be poor because you, I I couldn't afford dental care. Um, and I had like an abscess tooth at one point. We were paying late fees on things because we didn't have the money to pay things outright. And that gets compounded. And if we can see people, lighten that burden and get to start over and start fresh and not have their credit tanked because they fell on hard times. I think that that's a a bit of grace that we can offer everyone. And I, I really like that. Nearly half of all people who have defaulted on their student loans didn't get to finish school. And I feel like once you get caught in a spiral, finishing school is kind of the last thing that you're focused on, if you're having financial problems, if you're falling behind in other areas, and then you quit school, and then you have all these loans that you can't pay because you didn't finish school, and then you can't borrow more money because you've defaulted. So it's it's just a, a hole that's really hard to dig your way out of. Okay, So let's talk about, oh, by the way, I will leave a link in the show notes because I always get questions of, does this apply to my loan? Does this apply to my loan? There's actually a website, studentaid.gov, that has a little link on it about COVID-19 protocols that you can go and check on the status of your loan and see if your loan qualifies. So that's something that you can seek out for yourself. And I will leave that link below to help you. So a couple things. One question I get is, do you think these are going to be extended again? Yes, I absolutely believe that it will be extended again because this is a midterm election year. And it'll just happen. Well, They'll probably be extended until after the midterm election. Number two, are student loans going to be canceled? And I don't know. I really don't know if they are. No one knows a definitive answer to that. That was a campaign promise that was made. Politicians are notorious for making campaign promises that never see the light of day. I would not rely on the government to come and bail you out of a mess. I wouldn't rely on anyone to come along and cancel any sort of debt. And again, you can have whatever opinions you want. I just. I don't know. I don't know one way or the other. What's going to happen? Okay, but if you have taken advantage of this moratorium, which good for you if you have. I mean, take advantage of opportunities that are handed to you. If you have taken advantage of it to not pay, if you have taken advantage of it to pay interest-free, either way, good for you for taking advantage of a program offered to you. But if you are not currently making payments, let's talk about some things that you can do to set yourself up for success when payments potentially resume. Number one, focus on building your emergency fund. Take that money that you were paying into your student loans and set it aside for savings. It never hurts to have a padded emergency fund. If you have other debts that need to be paid off, Maybe take some of that money that you were paying towards your student loan and put it towards those other debts and get those debts paid off first. I really like to line up debts by interest rate and focus on the higher interest rate first, but if lining them up smallest to largest works for you, by all means, please, please, please do what works for you. There's no wrong answer when it comes to paying off debt. And then finally, if you can, go ahead and start making payments again because they're interest-free. They're going to go to the principal of your loan. Now, it is a little tricky. If you have unpaid interest, it will go to that first, and then it will go to the principal, but you can log in and see what's going on. No, logging into your account isn't going to magically trigger something that's going to make you have to start paying again, but you can log in and get a good picture of what it is you're dealing with. But anyway, you slice it, whatever it is you're dealing with, good luck to you. You you know, this has been such a weird, weird two years. I went to the post office today to mail some packages and the guy said, Monday, right? And I was like, yep, even though it's Wednesday, it feels like it's been Monday for two, two years, one very long Monday. Okay, that's it. Thank you for being here. I hope this answered some questions, highlighted some things maybe you hadn't thought about or you didn't know. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Lydia Sin. You can find me on YouTube for now at Lydia Sin. And you can find me at frugaldebtfreelifecom backslash podcast for all the episodes you might have missed. I would love it if you would give us, give us, it's just me, baby. Give me a five-star review. You can swipe over the artwork wherever it is you're listening, um, on Spotify or iTunes, and it'll give you the option to review. So thank you to everyone who has done that. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you later.